to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, hey, one of my designers here. Oh, this man, I kept telling my family, I'm like, I'm in love with Kurt Russell. <laughs> you bring joy, you bring a serenity to our group of crazy, crazy, oh, high oh. energy <laughs> designers. I mean, working here is very easy compared to <sighs> past places. So this is Good. refreshing for me as well. <laughs> I love that. I want people to be happy here. I always wanted to create that that home, you know. Yes. And I tried when I when I opened my store. I wanted it to be the place that I would want to work. Mm-hmm. That's what I've tried to uh, accomplish here at Ernst oh, May Design Market. Definitely fostered a <laughs> community here. So. And Kurt is the perfect person to interview when, and we kind of touched on this. If anyone watched our last episode of the 50th mm-hmm. episode of the podcast. Um, you know, I really try to reach out to new designers or that the people who are maybe they're in college or high school or or, or they've just always dreamt of it, mm-hmm. but that have that inner desire to be a designer. There's something we're born with. Yep. Right. And I, I often get the question, well, I'm just going to start with staging. Staging will be easier. No, <laughs> stage is not easier. And we'll get to that. But I, um, I want you to you know, we'll talk a little bit about where you're from and your background because you have a very interesting background <laughs> and I'm going to ask all the typical questions, but, um, so originally from New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey, Jersey yeah, yep. I love that always in the East coast, mm-hmm. but you came to Seattle because college actually, uh-huh. so, Cornish, um, right? Cornish, yep. brilliant art school here. Yeah. A tiny, tiny little art school in downtown Seattle been there for 120 years or mm-hmm. something like that um and yeah just well yeah you said that you wanted to go to RISD were, were you gonna right but you but the but a lot of the professors left yeah, and so went to Cornish right in like 2009 I believe RISD did like a restructuring and mm-hmm. a, a lot of the um uh professors actually ended up leaving and um like four or five of them ended up at Cornish so I was like, well, I could get a RISD level education for, yeah. you know, a cheaper price. So why not go? Exactly. Well, and and you live in Seattle. Yes. Right? Which is a <laughs> wonderful place. And I had visited. Um, oh, that's I good. Actually that year. And um, of course it was in the spring. It was beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. It doesn't like rain here. What is everyone talking yeah, about? And it's like, And it was very temperate compared to obviously New York where. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Exactly. Freezing, it smells, it's crowded. Um, I mean, a little rain, but mm-hmm. at least we don't get snow for months. Yeah. You never have to shovel a sidewalk. You don't have snow blowers here. <laughs> it snows a couple days a year, so it's pretty, and then it melts. Yeah, and at least in the city, when it does snow, it just <laughs> they just shut the city down, yeah. and you're like, okay, I don't have couple to go days. to work. Or exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay. One flake, and all the kids are like, snow day yeah no I'm, I'm glad you're here um so I'm curious and we kind of touched on it but you actually weren't you originally planning to go more graphic design so I actually got my degree in graphic design um and then had a minor in interior architecture um mm-hmm. but right out of school um the interior architecture part was um the one that was more needed in the job field at the time so yeah. I was like you know, why limit myself? I, I was yeah. good at it, so I just yeah 
Yeah. You haven't looked back, right? Mm-mm. No regrets. Yeah, good. <laughs> so when you graduated, you knew you were going to go design, right? You yes. were going to go that. And we kind of touched on this again, but tell me, what was your first job out of school? It was event planning. It was event planning. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Um, Which does go hand in hand. Yes. Creating beautiful spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Facilitating, coordinating everything for, you know, someone's big day. So, yeah. And again, a lot of designers or people who reach, reach out to me do that transition or they think, you know, maybe the interior part isn't for me. Maybe I'll try event planning and... Uh, you couldn't pay me <laughs> to work with crazy brides. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to make it pretty, but mm-hmm. talk about pressure. I mean. But there's so, so many parts of it, too. Like, there are people who just do event design. and Oh, um, so not the and, yeah, brides and grooms. and Exactly. Yeah. And, um, I guess that. you know, sometimes it's, it's just facilitating um all the different vendors and then the bride wants to do it herself. I'm like, okay, okay. sure. Like, yeah. But a lot of table center pieces. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You've probably seen it all. Uh, setting up tables, putting in, you know, installations and then tearing them down. Yeah. yeah. Tearing them all down a few hours later. <laughs> Isn't that sad? So. Did it ever like, kind of break your heart when you see all that work and then it's, there it goes. Yes. And no, cause um, although physically it's a lot of work to get it to that point, um, I also know that like, this is literally someone's dream. Yes. This is like, everything about this is something that this person dreamed about. Yeah. So I, I know that it yeah. had that impact enough on that, oh, so on, on these people or that, um. Yeah. See, that's nice. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way. I could see that. Um, <laughs> and then, so what made you decide to, to switch to interiors? Um, I had just gotten really good at, at setting up spaces for um, events, and um, that was going really well. Um, but then the company I was working for um, decided to close down, and I was kind of like left with <laughs> no job, nothing to do. Yeah. And um, my... Uh, best friend was dating this guy at the time that uh he flipped houses for a living and he was oh. like hey i could use some help like do you like that's do you how you got just... into flipping houses yes gotcha so the puzzle um, pieces are fitting yes uh-huh. um so then yeah i did that for three years um and flipped a bunch of houses and that's where you you see it, and i and I would tell anyone that's getting into the design business, um, any chance you get to be a part of the construction, mm-hmm. do. Yep. Take because it. I just remodeled all my own houses every time we'd move. Mm-hmm. I We were broke. We were military family. So <laughs> I had to do everything myself. But I learned to set tile. And I learned to install can lights. And I learned. And it, it helps me now with empathy for my contractors mm-hmm. and your installers and um, I know why we can't find good tile people. I mean, it's hard. It's an yep. attention to detail. You have to be part artist, part tradesman. There, there's a lot. So flipping houses would be good to really understand the workings. Yeah, right? it was it was great practice, and um, yeah, it, it it taught me so much about you know all the all the details, and I I feel like all of the things that typical designers forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like what 
um how much just the the materials like like that you need to build the wall yes cost a bit of money yeah and you're right yeah we're always looking at the tile and the yeah, drawer poles the, in the kitchen but the, the sheet aesthetic rock, part the yeah insulation um, the mortar the uh-huh. how are you going to hide the pipes how you I like yeah good things point like this it really does help I, and you know volunteer for habitat for humanity i mean do mm-hmm. do something for a summer um but it, it you know this is our career mm-hmm. so kind of knowing the basics it's important oh absolutely it, you know i hear it all like designers will go in and say oh well we just need to do this and we just need to do that it physically can't be done <laughs> You know, you physically, that's impossible. It's going to be seen or you have to have a vent here. Yep. I'm sorry, you can't put this here because there's this going on behind the wall. I mean, what a horrible experience, right? For the homeowner, for mm-hmm. the builder, for, and then you look like an idiot as a designer if you don't yes. know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's another thing that I'm also like pretty happy about with um, the, this current client that I'm working with. Um, they have a steam shower uh-huh. and the guts of the steam shower is actually in the room adjacent to the steam shower. Mm-hmm. And I totally prefaced, prefaced it to them that yes, I would like to move this out of here and yeah. put it in this built in, you know, nice little box. But I'm like, I do not know if that's physically possible. Yes. I'm or legal or get to code. And it's a lot of like, research. I'm, I brought it up to the contractor. We're working with them. I'll get back to you as to if that can yeah. be done. But right now, this is how the design set. But we can yeah. adjust if need be. So see, and you, yeah, you and, wouldn't have known that. And, uh, yes, as well as it's, it's trust building with the client as well. To Absolutely, show that, that you're thinking about those things. Yeah, and I, I mean, I always teach designers too that it's okay if you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't lie about it. But but exactly what you did. You say, you know what? there's more I need to learn about this. Mm-hmm. Let me do some research. Let me find out what the code is. Yep. You know, maybe it has to be, you know, something that's an enclosure that's eight inches around, you know, maybe there's a breathing that's electrical. You never know. So yeah. uh, let me find out. I'll do the research. But they love that mm-hmm. because at least you're doing it, not yeah. them, right? Yeah, it 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 always boggles my mind when um, people just lie. Designers will lie and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. No, you can't. Yes. <laughs> in what world (laughs) yeah so after flipping houses that's when you went into staging yes um so uh when we were flipping the houses we were also doing the staging in-house oh yeah and um another situation where there was just a lull in the market and Uh um the owner of the company was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna take a year off and i was like "Mm, i can't um (laughs) so nice for you you made all that profit on Mm -hmm. all those houses um (laughs) So then I I just I found a staging company. I applied and then um, got the job, but then later found out that it, it it's like the top staging company. Oh, so that was you went right in, right into like the the top tier, like doing huge mansions. And I was just like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I didn't know, you know, in, in the staging that I've done, it's small, right? Mm-hmm. The houses are, you know, maybe up to a million. I didn't realize that the world of staging, you know, 25,000, 30,000 for the, just the staging fee. Yep. That's common. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yep. It's no wonder that it seems enticing. You know, like, oh, easy money. No. To get that kind of fee 
You have to have great furniture. Yeah, great furniture. Lots of furniture. A place to store it all. Yeah, and a big and team to move it in quickly mm-hmm. and then move it out. Yep. You hang pictures. You hang, I mean, everything. Everything down to the details, yeah, along with moving furniture. Yep. <laughs> Steaming out moving. the beds. Um, you know, re-vacuuming all the carpets, um, wiping down all the surfaces. Yeah, it's all the it's, not fun stuff. Yep. I still do that when I install a design, but oh, absolutely. But it's when I'm doing that, it's um, it's more because I'm excited the client's coming home and I want them to see it. Yes. The staging is it, it, it's all for the photographs. Right? Yes, yeah, and, and that act, yeah, um, as well as there, there like there are rooms that I have set up that I aren't functional as <laughs> like how you would use them if you bought the house but like yeah um photo wise or or how the um camera person walked through the house to do the whole video tour like uh-huh that way totally made sense looked great like yeah definitely made it desirable <laughs> yeah that's but. funny there was there we did stage a house um last year near here and it was for a friend so because I don't I usually tell people nope I don't do that anymore mm-hmm but uh so it was for a friend and it got down to it and we were going to reuse their bed mm-hmm. but then she said no I really want a new bed in here and it was like last minute we had like two days and so we're scrambling how do we find a king-size mattress mm-hmm. in our budget right because I don't want to go why would I buy a king-size mattress that we're just gonna you know do nothing with yeah and so we did the air mattress thing mm-hmm. and we had it for the pictures on the main side of the bed. The skirt came down and covered everything. Mm-hmm. But the back side of the bed, you didn't, we didn't think anyone would see. Mm-hmm. And when they did the 360 camera, the walkthrough, the video, of course they showed that backside. <laughs> this big shot of this, you know, still wrapped in plastic mm-hmm. mattress with boxes underneath lifting it up and I'm like really you couldn't notice like maybe they don't want that in the picture <laughs> but yeah it is because it is a lot of smoke and mirrors yes that was one little trick I learned and I think I learned it from a YouTube video um a house I did years ago where I had my milk crates with all the accessories yep. and wrapped in like the bedding once <laughs> you get there you undo that flip the milk crates over and that's the base for the blow-up mattress mm-hmm and then you just hide it with a bed skirt that you yep. steam. Yeah. Tricks of the Work, trade. See, that kind of thing. I mean, if, if you're if you're doing a staging business on a small scale, mm-hmm. you know, I can kind of see that. You can rent the furniture, not just from like a typical rental place, but from a design staging rental place where they have some more decorative yes. things. Um, the client pays for that as well. But you still have to move it in. Yep. I mean, either you hire a team and the client pays for that which is also doable but for the most part I was usually helping out people I wasn't charging a lot I was charging maybe 1500 you know 2000 and so it was me schlepping stuff up and down the stairs but going through my house finding any like bamboo placemats and vases and picture frames that I you know traded all the pictures out of and put in um, postcards or things Mm because you don't you don't want it um Anything that's too personal. You don't yep, want any people nope. in it. You want, you know, generic. Yeah, for staging. So it has its ups and downs. Oh, absolutely. You know, and if that's your business, but it has to be all that. Mm-hmm. Like, to be smart, right? You, you have to create it as a staging business. Mm-hmm. And think about your inventory, what you're going to store, how you're going to get it there. Are you going to have a team? Are you going to have a truck? 
what's the time frame, what's your contract, what's in your contract, like mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. yeah. I do have a good uh, designer friend in California, um, Sandeep um, Soon, which is, he's brilliant. I talk about it every once in a while. He got so good at staging and he got in with this group of people that just trusted him. Mm-hmm. He would go in and it was like almost like a part flip. He would go into their house and I've seen this before. Pictures were terrible, like hoarders and terrible. He'd have them knock down walls, new light fixtures, paint, but he was going in as a stager and nice. he had a, he ended up buying a box truck and he bought, you know, half the furniture from Ikea, but he'd mm-hmm. fix it up and with good accessories. And he would literally just move it from house to house because the houses would sell so fast. Yep. But these people were paying, you know, 20 or 30,000 to fix up the house before his staging. But, but he could do it. Yeah. And you, you, he built the business that way and he built the reputation. And then people knew if I hired him and spent 30,000, I was going to get another, you know, 200,000 for my house. It was worth it. Yep. But you have to build it as the business, Mm -hmm. right? You have to design that business. You can't just go in willy nilly and think, oh, I'm just bringing some books and fake, fl- you know, plants. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what was the craziest um, house you ever, I mean, again, with staging, there's a lot of polishing turds. Yes. We talk about that. Yeah. Um, because you have to, you're kind of at that point stuck with what they, I mean, did you, did that staging company have people paint and. No, there was a interior design department but um that was more for clients where uh we staged the homes they liked it so much um that they came back and they're like hey like could you rework this room for us or blah 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 or um we also had some clients where they're like hey we saw you stage that the house down the street oh yeah come in and you know fix ours up and we're like yeah um yeah, what was the hardest, the worst house that you had to transform into picture-worthy? Any crazy paint colors? Wallpaper? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. All of it. Um, I would have to say one of the f- most frustrating one, one was um, there's one in West Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an older house. Uh, and it had an addition put on it at one point. Um, but this couple converted one of the bedrooms um, into their office. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took off the closet doors and then put uh, built-in desks into... There were two closets in there. Mm-hmm. So there's no place to put a bed. No, like, no... there The, the room didn't make sense at all. There was yeah. no focal point. There was... Like, they did it purely function yeah. and not aesthetics. And funny enough, the, the couple, guess what they were? Accountants? Two architects. What? Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. the cobbler's kid that has no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at my house design. <laughs> I guess so, yeah, architecture. Yeah, architects with poor architecture. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But not yeah, funny. I mean. and, and it's one of the things I kind of teach you know, if you're moving to a new place, you're just, you're just starting your business, you know, working with realtors mm-hmm. and offering to go in and be the bad guy and to help clients understand that you have to edit. Yep. Like half the, half the battle is just get this stuff out of here. Mm-hmm. And if the realtor doesn't want to be that bad guy, cause they have to create that relationship, let me go in. And so I'd go and, um, you know, find a, a nice 
real estate company that had high end listings. I'd, you know, look at now it's nice because you can look to see the listings they have mm-hmm. and go in and offer that service. Say, you know, if you let me go in, I can help clients edit and then I can do a little staging, just kind of rework what they have. But I want you to get me in front of new home buyers. I want you to put my card or my gift certificate when you're selling a million dollar home. Mm-hmm. Give them, you know, my card. So that was always a good way. Yeah, that's great. Because it's not a, yeah, it's not a big commitment. That's not what we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and a totally different business model. I mean, look at how many different things you can do as a designer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's and you just have to get creative. You know, find a need, a niche in your in your area and figure it out right what do people need mm-hmm. they're gonna pay for it absolutely right um i hope i didn't give you a business idea now you're gonna leave me no no <laughs> um i did well funny enough i do have like um i have made connections from that so i have some of my realtor friends coming in tomorrow oh so. excellent yeah. it is a hand in hand absolutely i mean as a designer our dream clients are people who just bought a brand new health a house and they want the whole thing redone mm-hmm. so why not and realtors want the houses to be beautiful so they sell more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a perfect partnership. Mortgage people, also good. Yeah. It, it's, it is one of those things that, um, and, and I, I love that as your job, you know, dissolved because the company was pivoting, you could pivot. Yep. Because we have this skill of making beautiful spaces. And there's a million different ways you could take that, different services you could offer. And again, you know, I, I work with people around the world and, and people in tiny little towns and little mountain towns and they have nothing there to shop for, but there's still a way to be a designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. No, absolutely. So what, and I, by the way, um, I am famous for putting Kurt on the spot, <laughs> his poor job interview. We kept throwing him these questions. So Kurt, if you could have anything in that, he's like, uh, <laughs> I asked him an Elon Musk question that he said he asks at every job interview. Um, and he looked at me like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what are you most excited about now that you're doing just full-blown design? Like, but you've started working with clients here, like doing bathroom models and yeah. But are you seeing um, like new experiences, new things you're excited for? See, here I go, put him on the spot. I know. <laughs> just say window treatments. I, I, I guess... <laughs> I haven't done those yet, so I, I'm. Oh, okay, I'm, well. I'm glad you got the architecture side yes. first. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, you haven't worked here for very long, and, and you. Ha- I mean, I have such high hopes because um, I see how you are with the clients. Again, another great skill. You have to listen. Yes. And you have this is stressful for them. That client with the, they've had some stressful meetings. Mm-hmm. We're not with you, but with each other. Yes. And you see the look on their face in there. <laughs> like, but it's perfect that you're here because you're like, okay, well, let's, we'll find a solution. Let's, yeah, you need that personality type. Yeah, it's calm, collective, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, like, it's just design. Yeah. We can, we can change anything. Yeah. There's no furniture emergency. Mm-mm. Take a breath. It'll get here. <laughs> right? That's the story. It'll be here. I know it's been 12 weeks. Your sofa's coming. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the life we live these days. But, um, but yes, to answer your question, um, I think I'm I'm just looking forward to the big big ticket client. Mm-hmm. Um, you get freedom, right? Design freedom. We talked about solving puzzles and, and yes. challenges, which is good. But yeah, getting 
getting to do quality mm-hmm. and really like a full room. That is, I, I do love that. You know, it's all of the furniture pieces. It's, you know, set up for a party. It's set up for a, you know, th- this is where they're going to entertain. So we need conversation groups and we yes. need places to, you know, linger. We need places to sit and eat. We need to, you know. My, yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, learned a lot of things about Kurt, which, uh, yeah. So what is your aesthetic? I, it's, uh, I would say I'm a traditional maximist. Uh-huh. So it's just more of the <laughs> um, vintage, antique, and a lot of it. Yeah. Um, well, it's very New York, right? To have that big, grand, like, dramatic. Yes. Very dramatic. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, you know, um, I was actually just talking to your husband this morning about, like, uh, like grew up Catholic, always going to church on the east coast big huge like architectural statements there uh-huh. and then um live in new york where everything's bigger better like yeah yeah more grand so yeah you have to just stand out mm-hmm. yeah um the the hobby that we learned about kurt it was one day we the store gets crazy and uh i forgot how it come up we were talking about a circus the word's kind of like a circus here without the tent <laughs> and designers always crazy oh and um yeah i mean tracy always wears a clown nose Mm -hmm. and um courtney can juggle Mm -hmm. yeah you went around and asked everyone what their talent was yeah what's the talent that we we can have a circus what's your talent we have a great restaurant in seattle called the pink door and it's this little out of the way it's awesome italian place in fact it's called the pink door because there's just a light on the door that's pink there's no sign it doesn't say (laughs) the pink door uh but if you're from seattle you know it's there we used to go there like for prom and you know that's where we'd go for dinner um but very eclectic and lots of you know gold gilded frames and Mm -hmm. over the top decor and velvet and every you know everything's mismatched but it's beautiful and if you go on certain nights they have trapeze artists and or burlesque I went one night, they had a great jazz trio and, you know, just sitting there sipping, you know, martinis and listening (laughs) to this cool, you know, the upright bass and it's, it is an atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So you, you actually did aerial stuff there. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So you're part designer, part Cirque du Soleil. (laughs) Anywhere I can make a coin. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to put a trapeze in the office. We'll (laughs) (laughs) at least make eye hooks. Yeah. No, I thought that was brilliant. But but again, you know, I, I get theatrical. You know, most designers that I know, at least, um, you love that. It's it's a story. It's, a, you know, it's artistic. It's creative. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all part of it, right? Yeah. Costumes. You get all, you know, you get all of it. Oh, no. oh, I can't wait for Halloween here. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. And, and designing. We should do a whole haunted house at the store. <gasps> Let's, do <it. laughs> Let's do it. I love that. No, I think I'm so excited to see how you grow and, um, you know, you fit in so well. And um, I still think you get a little shy out there when you're talking to clients. You don't want to push. You don't want to, you know, but you do. You almost have to when you're talking to those clients at the beginning. They're scared. Right? They're, I mean, they don't know what to expect. And they don't... They don't they, know what they're looking for either. No. And everyone wants help. Mm-hmm. I always say, if you, you asked every person on the street, would you like someone to help you with your house? A professional? That we have a great eye of a designer come and help you, tell you what to do with your house? Yeah. Yeah. 
but to get to that point, mm-hmm. so you kind of have to be in their face, which is why I was always <laughs> successful. <laughs> hi, hi, how can I help? No. Um, but that is a thing. Like I, I don't want anyone that goes through to miss your talent. Mm-hmm. I think that would break my heart. If your perfect client was there and you didn't, get that house because they just didn't know that you have that that's why I always jump out this is another tip as a designer especially if you're working in stores because a lot of people that you know work at Ethan Allen or places um I'll see Kurt out and I know that that's a customer that he's you know kind of talked to and but he's given him their space and I always go up and say oh my gosh Kurt can you help me with this because you are the color <laughs> expert you are the one that knows color Kurt, I couldn't do it without you. And I make sure that they hear. Because again, you have such great talent. Like I mm-hmm. don't want that to be missed if someone needs you. Yes. So I'm going to no, keep. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I want to keep getting out there and being the loud, obnoxious <laughs> one so he can be chill. And like, sorry about her. Like, she's a little crazy, but. <laughs> I'm happy here. So Good. Um, Good. We love having you. Aww. I know. Every day someone's like, Kurt is just so great (laughs) but it is it's everything you bring to the table you know there's anything hanging art moving things i mean that's the least of it you know he's helping with the graphics for our for our store you know with everything it's and um i just yeah you have so much to give especially as a designer you know your talent your eye colors and and form and you're gonna be great big things (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I'm making him blush. <laughs> uh-huh. No, it'll be great, and maybe we'll get some silks in here. And as we keep filming, <laughs> we'll have you do an aerial oh show. We are going to karaoke tonight, so we'll see. Maybe I'll film some of it <laughs> <laughs> on the spot once again. Poor Kurt. Um, no, we're really happy to Damn, have you. Smoky dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, it's Kurt. Love Kurt. No, I'm so glad you're here. And um, really excited and honored to have you as part of our team. Yes. No, thank you so much. Of I'm course. very happy here. So. Good. And thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Now, this is really exciting to watch our team grow, our store grow. Uh, we're having a big sale this weekend with a tent. We got a tent. Yes. So that's going to be crazy. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we're not ready, but we will be. Um, but thank you, everyone. Uh, I really appreciate everyone tuning in. And happy designing. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.